0: The party is is moving, Fingers Malloy. It's jumping. It's eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. It is the kickoff to NBA All Star Weekend in Indianapolis. And of course, we're in Indianapolis. And it starts at Blend Bar Cigar, where we do our show. And this is our normal day for doing the show. And Espinosa Cigars is here with the Knuckle Sandwich. Guy Fietti is, is here. Santo Tequila, which is his tequila. And Knuckle Sandwich is his cigar, Fingers Malloy. And. What is fascinating about this event is that tickets were 100 bucks or 300 bucks, and the $300 ticket got you a box of Knuckle Sandwich cigars. But we talk about the economy all the time. We talk about our people are fording certain
1: things. They seem to be okay with this. People will still pay for experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And I got to say, this is as close to a rock concert atmosphere that you could get at a high-end cigar lounge. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is... This is really fun to see. It's There's an electricity in the crowd, and, and you know, we talk about value all the time. Uh, the idea that you could come in here and, you know, from everything we've seen and heard about Guy, he's, he's, he's a, 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 a great, you know, person to get to, to, to meet, and he's, he's wonderful with the people. And then on top of it, you get a, a, a tequila sampling and a box of cigars. That ain't bad. It, it No, it's
0: absolutely excellent. But we take a look. I mean, we, we take a look at some of the numbers, how the consumer, uh, the, the, the price index went up. Inflation is up right now, year over year. The numbers for the last month weren't good. Sales data from January, sales down 0.8%. And the Dow Jones expected to be down 0.3%. So there's a lot of weird numbers that are bad numbers. But when you provide an experience, people are willing to do it. That part hasn't changed. And I don't know if that has always been the case and I didn't notice. Or if that is a response to COVID and people are saying, well, now if I'm going out, now if I'm doing something, there really
1: has to be a value to it. COVID plus where this really, I shouldn't say COVID, where this economy is. Or maybe they're making a decision as far as they're going to limit their spending somewhere else. We talked to Eric Espinoza of Espinoza Cigars, and he said, listen, at the end of the day, People who love their cigars, they're going to still buy their cigars. Right. So they see an event like this, and maybe times are a little bit tougher for them, but they say to themselves, I love my cigars, I love the knuckle sandwich, I get an opportunity to meet Guy, I'm going to jump on that.
0: So, the, I mean, when we say this place is is jammed, it's wall-to-wall, and people are still uh, trying to, to to get in. It's it's, it's a huge event. And the, the whole idea of NBA All-Star Weekend, I mean, whether you're a basketball fan or not, that's inconsequential for us. We want to see the city shine. We want to see businesses like BlendBar, BlendBarCigar.com, make crazy cash. And these kinds of things create uh, that that opportunity. But again, there's an example. I look to tickets. Yeah. To getting the weekend's worth of tickets, $7,500 a piece. Wow. To do things for the weekend. Never mind just the All-Star game. There are people who did it. Spent the money fingers. Flew
1: into Indianapolis to spend the money. And that's one thing, you know, we've talked about since COVID, the city has gone through some struggles. But I don't think there's one thing you cannot say about Indianapolis is they don't know how to throw a party. Oh, God. This town was built on on
0: convention business. Uh, Indy's history, like, they saw amateur sports and said, that could be our ticket. That could be who we are. And they built a city around it, it's one of the very few cities that you can have a convention and nobody needs to get in a taxi. Everything is within walking distance. Lucas Stadium, where the Colts play, GameBridge uh, Fieldhouse, where the Pacers play, everything is walking to everything else. It's pretty spectacular uh, how that works, but in the end, you got to feel like you're getting your money's worth. At seven grand plus a ticket, I don't know if I'm getting my money's worth, but at $300 a ticket, I'm absolutely getting my money's worth this is the future, right? Yeah. Give people something exciting and interesting and, and you know, build it and they will come.
1: Yes, that. And you feel like you can have part of that NBA All-Star game experience without having to spend the money and actually go to the game. You're, 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 you know, you're part of an event that it kind of it revolves around the NBA All-Star Game. It's just like, you know, what was it It has been over, what, a decade now since the Super Bowl was here? Yeah, it has. And the amount of Super Bowl parties that were here that week, and Indianapolis did a phenomenal job of hosting the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is priced out for the normal fan, but to be able to experience the vibe of that, having it come to Indianapolis, it's just extraordinary. The the, the Super Bowl being in Vegas, um, there were reports that it was going to be a I
0: believe the term is blank show that being in Vegas, it was going to be a blank show. did you your feel on how the Super Bowl went this year and how it affected Vegas?
1: I think that you are going to see Vegas is now in the rotation Vegas oh, yeah? it will be you know your miami's your your Tampas New Orleans and Vegas will definitely be at once every seven, eight years you're going to see the Super Bowl I, I visually. It was flawless. I mean, the the flyover, the uh, the fireworks coming out of the top of the stadium, the sphere with the American flag, from everything I heard locally, they did an absolutely wonderful job, and visually, I think it was excellent. Is This is the NFL
0: saying, Fingers, we are a gambling sport, and we are damn proud of it because the, I, there was so much for years shunning of vegas and shunning of gambling and didn't want the connection and then of course you could bet anywhere online anytime and it was like okay this is pretty cool except for you players you can't you can't gamble <laughs> none and
1: now if this is like a radical level of, of of embrace this is the gambling sport it is there's so much listen i'm not a sports gambler but there are so many fun things you can do when you're gambling on football you know it's super bowl you know, the, the, the odd bets where you, who's going to win the coin flip? Who's going to score first? It, it lends itself, that sport lends itself to sports betting. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of nutty. It is kind
0: of, of, of nutty. Guy Fietti walking through the crowd right there. I don't know if you saw him walk by. You guys have almost the same hair except his is blonde and yours uh, different shades of gray. And you know what? The odd thing is I'm only 32 years old. It's unbelievable. The best is still to this day, people will see us out, like doing the show, whatever it is, and they'll walk up to Fingers and be like, I thought you were younger.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, what? Do you, do you really sound that young, and I'm the only I, guy who
1: doesn't see it? I feel like I bring a youthful energy to the show, Tony. Yes. That's yes. what it is.
0: I'm the one bringing it down, man. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Uh, thank goodness. I got to tell you, we're smoking uh, this Knuckle Sandwich 56, the Oval. Uh, and and it is. Uh, I was expecting a much bigger hit. Now there is. You had mentioned a little bit of red pepper in the back of the throat as we've been working through this cigar. The Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Nicaraguan in the binder and filler. I hear what you're saying. That spice does accumulate in the back of the throat. But this is a much easier cigar
1: than I ever imagined. Yeah, it definitely is not a pepper bomb. Uh, there's, there's not, uh, you know, at that light where you, you, you get punched in the face by pepper. It's a good, I would say, medium smoke. And the, the construction has been, you know, fantastic. The draw, uh, e- nice even burn, everything you would expect from Espinoza. I don't actually think I've
0: touched this up. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we've discussed the fact that Espinosa and Plasencia are making some of the best stuff in America in in, in the world right now. And that's not to knock Davidoff or Arturo Fuente or J.C. Newman. That's a whole different category of beast and being uh, right there. This is just, you know, even Eric kind of alluded to the fact that they're still a bit um, boutique in, in, in that way. But I think at this stage of the game, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a little bigger than just boutique. Yeah. Nothing says an NBA all-star party like having the proper cigar And having the proper cigar with the proper tequila. And luckily, we do our work at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana. And that's where Guy Fieri and Eric Espinosa are coming to hang out and smoke cigars. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy and that. Damn, you're an attractive man. I How like, do more women not just throw themselves
2: at you on a daily basis? I, I got to stop them all the time. I mean, you know, I get Brad Pitt that I look like Brad Pitt. A oh, young, do a, you? A,
1: yeah, all the time. So they lie to you?
2: A younger,
0: yeah. well, I don't know what's a lie. I get a younger Tom Selleck. I, oh, thought,
1: I thought this was a pain only I carried with me.
0: It's Eric Espinosa, Espinosa Cigars, and of course, the mind behind the knuckle sandwich, that relationship with Guy Fieri over there from Food Network. It's good to see you. Welcome to Indianapolis. It's, it's
2: nice to see you again. Here
0: for the All-Star Game and this massive celebration that's taken place at Blend BlendBarCigar, com. There's no doubt that you've discussed with us that you knew that this cigar was going to be a hit. Did you know that everything you do was going to be a hit? The whole uh, Six Provinces uh, series, how the things turned out with the, with the 601, the, the Maduro, the, the blue label, how things turned out with the Warhead. This has been a crazy run espinoza has been on.
2: It, it, it is, but I mean, we, we do things the right way. I mean, I don't cut corners in life. And, and one of the reasons that we make the cigar for Guy is that uh, he he chose us. Um, he did his research and, uh, he, he had smoked some of our cigars and, um, and he called me one day and asked me, uh, and I met up with him in South beach and he asked me to make him a cigar and, um, I told him no. And, um, were you playing hard to get? No at all. Is it, you know, there's been a lot of celebrities that have tried it and it doesn't work without mentioning any names. I don't want to knock anybody. And, and in the cigar world, you know, not too many people care about celebrities, you know, they, they, they want a good cigar and, um. And he asked me, why not? And I said, because a lot of celebrities never do anything for it. Just because it has their name on it, they think it's going to sell. And he looks at me and he tells me, well, apparently I did my research on you, but you didn't do your research on me. And I said, okay, so explain it to me. And he says, nothing that I do, I do uh, half assed And when I do some, I do it the right way. I put 100% in it or, or I don't do it at all. And I said, interesting. I said, well... Um, He goes, what do you need from me? And I said, I need you to, you know, you make make a lot of money. Why would you want to be in this little uh, thing of ours? And he says, because I love cigars, Eric. I I just got my my star in Hollywood, and and I love cigars, and I want to be in the cigar business. And it's not about the money. I I, want to have my own brand of cigars. And I looked at him straight in the eye, and I said, if you're going to work hard, so am I. So... So here we are three years later, the brand's doing incredible. And and the reason why it's doing incredible is because of him. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I made a cigar for a celebrity, not a celebrity cigar. And uh, he does event, goes to Big Smoke. He does the uh, uh, the PCA. You know, he's here for the uh, All Star Game, but he's also filming diners, driving and dive. And he also has his tequila company, Santos, which is represented here. And and we're doing the cigars. So
1: he's a busy guy, but he puts a thousand percent in everything that he does. Now Isn't we we were at the PCA last year, and we were at the the private event, and Guy got up and he spoke about his passion for cigars. When you have someone approach you like this who has that passion for cigars but yet isn't in the business necessarily, how difficult is it to come up with a blend that you're both saying to yourself, "Uh, yes, not only do I like this on his end, but also you can make this work on the business side?
2: So when I met him that first time, I gave him a cigar and a cutter, and he sort of threw the cutter back at me. Not at me, but he threw it back at the table, and he goes, I don't use a cutter. And I look at him, and I said, well, you, you passed the first test. You know, I'm that way. I don't. You know, I'm not starstruck. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You know, being Cuban. You know, I and 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 he bit the cigar and he lit it and and I'm like, I, he he impressed the hell out of me. He 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 really did. He, he he impressed me and um, and and it's been nothing but but great. He is a cigar smoker. Okay, mm-hmm. he loves the industry. Love cigars. I mean, you spoke to him, and then, you know, he'll tell you how he got started and all that. It's an interesting story, you know, with his first cigar. But he just loves cigars. He, he's a cigar smoker. He's one of us.
0: Let's talk about the knuckle sandwich. This is Eric Espinosa, Espinosa Cigars. The 56. Yes. So I have heard this described by the guys at Blend when they knew it was coming in. It's like an oval. It's not a box press. It's not a a, a standard size. It's an oval. And it's—I it, it's, don't even know if I describe this as a soft box. How would you describe uh, the '56? An oval. <laughs> ah!
2: There you go. There well, you go. I, 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 yeah, we, we can wrap this up. It's, you <laughs> know, it, it's an oval. It's a beautiful Mexican sandra rapper. It, 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 the reason it's called '56 is because he, he just turned 56. We did a '55 last year uh, for him, and uh, it just went crazy, and um, and so we made more this year, and we sold them out in like 10 seconds. You know, we gave everybody a, a certain amount of boxes and a certain amount of allotment, and uh, it, it just went it, it went crazy. And and again, I I, I I hate to be repetitious, but the reason is doing so well. A, the cigars are wonderful, and and B, he's he's putting a lot of effort into it.
0: Can you define the effort? What to you? What's the difference between what Guy is doing and while well, you don't have to name names, we can do that right, later. Right, off yeah, right. uh, what 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 makes it different than what other celebrities? Have done. Where show me? Describe that effort.
2: Okay, he. If you see him in the diners, driving a dive, he wears the knuckle sandwich shirt. You see him in the uh, last year at the uh, NBA uh, All Star game. I don't remember where it was at. He's got a cigar in his mouth. He's not smoking it because he's in an arena. He's got a cigar in his mouth. He doesn't care who he's with. He has a cigar in his mouth. He's sitting at the USC fights. Um, coincidental. Donald Trump sits next to him. He's got a cigar in his mouth. You know, right. he, he's a cigar smoker. So people see that and people believe in him that, you know, he's a cigar smoker. So we're here in Indy. It's a, a, a Thursday night. What is he doing tonight? A cigar event. After he filmed Diners Driving and Dive. Listen, he's got to be tired. He's got the camera on his face all day. But he chooses. So what we do is we follow him in Diners Driving and Dive. And then we choose a spot and we and we do the event. You know, he can go to his hotel room and, and go to sleep. No, he wants to do a cigar event. So that's why we're here. That's the effort. Goes to the PCA, goes to the big smoke. Uh, he's going to be in West Palm next weekend uh, doing the the, the the great smoke in West oh, Palm. Yeah. So so he, he puts in a lot of time and effort in, in, into, the, into his branch.
1: Now, you mentioned the PCA. It's coming up next month. And one of the things that we like to talk with people, you know, behind the mic uh, and off mic is about cigar trends and, and about uh, the industry and, you know, with this inflationary cycle we're in. Are you noticing a change in customer behavior? Are people still buying as many cigars? Are they pulling back a little bit? Or maybe uh, instead of buying their favorite cigars, maybe they're getting something from uh, their favorite uh, company, but just a, a line at a different price point. Are you seeing any change in behavior?
2: Yeah, of course. Prices have gone up. Everything has gone up, you know, the inflation. But, um, you know, those, back in the day, maybe three years ago, the sweet spot was $7, $8. That don't exist anymore. You know, right. you're looking at, at, at $12, $13. But we're selling more cigars than we ever have. So I, I, I don't see it in, in, in my company. Uh, I hate to be pompous, but it's the truth. I don't see it. But and people are still smoking. I mean, you, you got to remember one thing, you know, when the economy being like that, you know, um, people tend to drink more, uh, people tend to smoke more, you know, and, and, and they and and they splurge themselves, you know what I'm saying? They don't need another watch, they don't, you know, they don't need another pair of shoes, but you're not going to take away their cigars. I don't care if the cigar is $30. They're going to smoke, you know. Might not smoke
0: as much, but they're going to smoke. Eric Espinosa, Espinosa Cigars, The Knuckle Sandwich. Smoking the 56, just really quick. You said it's a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, binder and filler? It's on Nicaraguan. I'm a big fan of Nicaraguan tobacco, so we use a lot of
2: Nicaraguan tobacco in there.
0: Well, I will tell you, we're into the first third uh, of this cigar. Now, I'm coming off a cold, so I'm wondering if I'm missing something. This is smooth, sweet, and clean. And, I mean, I'm not getting, uh, like, sometimes you'll talk about big pepper fingers, something like that. I am getting a very clean, easy uh, uh, there's a richness there's a sweetness to the cigar what would you what would you say to people in three words you'd get from this smoke
2: exactly like you described it you should be in the cigar but you, you should like get off the show and, and, and get in <laughs> like, I should get off the show fingers <laughs> yes.
0: his name Eric Espinoza Espinoza Cigars I appreciate what you guys do for us you know I appreciate you taking the time to Thanks be with for us me, man. this is Eat Drink Smoke Eat Drink Smoke Tony Katz and Fingers Malloy, NBA All-Star Weekend here in Indianapolis Kicking off at Blend Bar Cigar with this huge uh, event with Espinosa Cigars and Guy Fieri of Food Network Diners, Drives, and Drive-ins and Dives. I'm in, like, butchering the name right in front of the man, and of course, uh, he's got the Knuckle Sandwich Cigar, the Santo Tequila, and Guy
1: Fieri here. In the flesh, fingers, Malloy, are you excited? I am excited. I can't tell you. I've been watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives for years. What's great about that show, and what is great about that show, is the whole family can watch it and enjoy it. Look at you. Look at that. Yeah. Thinking of Guy as family
3: entertainment. <laughs> Isn't All that right, something?
1: Enough of us. Let's talk to him.
0: So a day like today, Guy Fieri, you've been shooting Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. You've been doing work getting ready for the NBA All-Star game. You come out and do this massive signing of Blend Bar Cigar where hundreds of people buy boxes of Knuckle Sandwich. I think it was thousands. Millions of people showed up to buy tens of millions of boxes of Knuckle Sandwich cigars. We're smoking the 56 right now.
4: You know where the 56 came from?
0: I believe, some people say it's your age, but I believe that's a lie.
4: It is. It's 56 minus 20. Correct. So that's what it is. It's just we're trying to do a little mind meld with everybody and confuse them. Right. We, we anyway. bought
0: your book, Guy on Fire, your grilling yes. book, and we're yes. like, we don't know who this imposter is on the cover. Right? Okay. That guy. is, that Old is guy. nonsense right there. But the question is, when you made this cigar, when you decide to go into business with Eric Espinosa, Espinosa Cigars, and make the knuckle sandwich. Right. We talked about it when we were in jail. Was this... <laughs> Was this the moment, the end of an insane day, was this the moment you were designing a cigar for, or was it for some, something else?
4: Literally, I was designing the cigar because I wanted to smoke it. I mean, there's nothing better. Same the reason I did the tequila. Making money out of it is hopefully going to happen, but the reality of it is is you do the things you love, like, like you guys do in the show. You know, you do the things you love. You're hanging out. You guys seem like your buddies, except I saw you fighting in the alley. Um, (laughs) You do the things you love. You uh, surround yourself with the people you enjoy. And if you do that and you do it for the right reasons, then good things will come about. And so I always wanted to do this. I mean, this has been a lifelong dream. I I remember when I first started smoking good cigars, I was about 20. Before then, yes, I did have my run of the cheap ones, but it's what you could get and I remember when I was a young restaurant manager right out of college, um, didn't have a lot of money, I think I made $22,000 out of school, and I would go and, you know, I had a little bit of scratch, so on Monday, my day off, I'd go down to the cigar shop called uh, Churchill's, and I would sit there with Mike, the owner, and every Monday I'd go down and I'd pick a different cigar and he'd introduce to me, and I'd sit there and read about it, talk to him about it, smoke it, take notes on it, and just fell in love with it. And I didn't know all the nomenclature and all the background and all the history and just, you know, I was enamored, of course, with Cubans. But I was a big Hoyo de Monterey. Wasn't getting the uh, one out of Cuba, but the Excalibur. Maduro. Made my first humidor myself, and just kind of was always in it. And when I finally got the okay from everybody on my team, my agents, and my PR, and all that, because cigars weren't necessarily what everybody wanted to see me get into. Um, then I went on the quest to find the right partner. And Espinosa, not only is my brother, he's one of the greatest guys in the world. He's a philanthropist, loves what he does, knows what he's doing, doesn't cut corners, is the most legit straight up cigar in my opinion, cigar godfather that there is. So, and this right here is such a cool thing cuz I'm getting to blend the fans of, you know, the food network, the fans of the tequila, the fans of cigars, good people that come together and, you know, that's it, when that all happens like the perfect storm. It, it doesn't get any better. Now, you you have a long day like this.
1: It's at the end of a long day. You're gonna pair something with a knuckle sandwich.
4: What do you usually like to pair your cigar with? Tequila. Yeah, now I'm a big tequila guy. That's one of the reasons I started. You know, Sammy and I started this. Um, you do what you love, and I'd love bourbon. Don't get me wrong. I'll drink a vodka soda all day long. I mean, not all day. Maybe on the weekend. Um, but the tequila We're not was tequila is something very special because I think that there's good tequilas, great tequilas, terrible tequilas. And we wanted to make a great tequila, additive free, which only 7% of the tequilas in the world are additive free. And our idea was, yeah, hey, we make some money cool. In the meantime, you know, Sammy like my big brother. We get to hang out, we get to drink tequila, taste tequila, talk about tequila, uh, go to Mexico, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So it's just kind of, you know, it's one of those things. You work hard, you play hard, you enjoy it all at one time, if you can. And nobody knows more about being successful in tequila than Sammy Hagar. Quick
0: restaurant question, and then you're out the door. With how the economy has been going, you've got restaurants all over the place. We've been at your place at The Link in in, in Vegas before. Um, What are you feeling? What are you seeing from the consumer?
4: Well, I think that things have changed a little bit since the pandemic. I think restaurants had to pivot a lot. We had some employment issues. Um, People started to figure out how to order at home. You know, so all the delivery services kind of blew up. People learned how to buy online, get things shipped to them, you know, that kind of stuff. We saw a lot of that with Triple D. We saw our, you know, we did some shows about people sending us food and us cooking at home, and I think that's blown up pretty good. Gold Belly's doing dynamite. Um, But I think it's on the rebound. I think it's changed a little bit. You know, the, the economy's tough, but restaurant, you know, us restaurant owners are chameleons. We adapt to the situation and that's what's taking place. But I got to remind people, if you love those restaurants, if you like going out, if you like having a good time, even when you don't think you should go out, take take an extra night. Go go support your local places. Don't go to the same place each time. Spread it around a little bit. You'll be surprised. Like Triple D. You know, you'll be surprised if you don't stay on the same beaten path. You get yourself off that. You might run into some restaurants. Like I've been to Indy a bunch of times. I haven't shot Triple D in a while. But we just showed back up, found six new restaurants that are just rocking. You guys got a real good restaurant scene here, so. It's a really
1: good foodie town.
0: It is. Guy Fieri, appreciate it. We've got his uh, cookbook uh, right here, Guy on Fire, Grilling, Tailgating, Camping, and More, because our next book, Fingers Malloy, is, of course, the book about grilling, Let's Go Grill, which will be available Christmas 2024. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be as involved as Guy Fieri's book. We're writing another book? Yeah, of course we're writing another book. Why wasn't I informed about this? Uh, I
1: believe I sent emails. <laughs> yes. Oh, I oftentimes forget to check my electronic mail. Uh, you should. You, should, I think maybe the problem is you call it electronic mail. Uh, that's that could. What it is.
0: That could be the issue. Uh, this cigar, as we were discussing earlier, easy. This is the fifty-six. This is the oval. So this is the same blend as the Knuckle Sandwich fifty-five, which was made. For uh, Guy Fieri's 55th birthday, this made for his 56th birthday. It is the same Mexican San Andreas wrapper with the Nicaraguan binder and filler. It's just a six-inch cigar, t as opposed to a five-inch cigar, t and and it's this this fantastic oval shape. Not a box press, not even a soft box. It's a classic oval. Feels good in the hand and is smoking as you brought up earlier. Exquisitely.
1: Yeah. That, uh, again, the construction we talked about. Neither one of us have had to touch this up, and we're working here too. So we've had to put this stick down, pick it right back up. It is very low maintenance. Uh, and I, I don't know if we've gotten a price point on this yet, uh, but everything oh, I, I've had. I, I, think, I think
0: we are in that, that Espinosa sweet spot, uh, 12 to 14 bucks.
1: I, I mean, these should be in your
0: humidor. Oh, this is, I could do this daily. What is what is knocking me over is that I was so expecting some big punch. This is easy. There's a part of me that is screaming for one of those easier parts to come out a little bit more. There is a gentle creaminess here. There is a slight tobacco here. There is a slight, um, I'm not going to call it chocolate. Maybe I want to say a little more nutty. But it is all so slight, and and that's nice. That's yep. nice because it looks
1: like it's going to punch you in the face and make fun of your sister. I, uh, all these slight, subtle notes. That the only thing that's picked up for me a little bit is that red pepper flake. Right. But I, to me, this is screaming for a good cup of coffee. This could be a morning cigar, and
0: that's stupid, because it just you wouldn't predict it, you wouldn't think of it. But that's absolutely true. Coffee would be exquisite. With this, absolutely positively exquisite, and the santo Tequila, we're going to be talking more about that in episodes uh, going forward. Find everything we do over at EatDrinkSmokeShow dot com. We've got a lot of video from from this event that we're going to be compiling, putting together, putting over at uh dot com. This is Eat Drink Smoke. There is no doubt, as we've discussed many times, tequila has taken America by storm. I mean, COVID. Proved it, and also there was a little bit of politics in it—the tariff situation, the tariffs on bourbon, and things coming out of Europe made tequila a much more cost-effective option. Uh, by just, just because, but also tequila has gone from the thing you do—the body shot with fingers Molloy. <laughs> yes—to <laughs> something you sip and enjoy. It's eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. That is Tom Brinkley. He is the national sales manager for Santo Tequila. This is Guy Fieri. This is uh, Sammy Hagar. Now, we think of Sammy Hagar as Cabo Wabo, but this is their new tequila in a series of different iterations. Tom, good to, to have you here, have you with us. Talk to me about uh, not just Santo Tequila, but how tequila has exploded across the United States.
3: Yeah, well, thank you uh, for putting me on. Um, so tequila, as as you probably have mentioned already, is that's the hottest spirit. In the distilled spirit category, you now can go into many liquor stores and bars. The tequila selection is larger than the bourbon selection, it's by far larger than the vodka section. So, tequila is exploding. To me, it's the more healthy spirit versus vodka. So, in our tequila space, there is Santo Tequila, we're playing in the additive free tequila space. What's that mean? We don't add any sugar. We had no coloring added to our tequilas. Our Blanco is just crystal clear. I'm holding up the holding up the bottles. and No one can see it, but
0: check right. that bottle it's out. It's always important just to hold absolutely. up the bottle and radio.
3: Just to understand it. And we have a Blanco, a Reposado that's aged four to six months in bourbon barrels. If you look at our tequila, a consumer goes in. They can see our tequila. There is no caramel color added to it. A lot of big celebrity brands like Casamigos, Eight One Eight, Caso del Sol, they are adding caramel to their tequilas to make it look darker than it really is. Our añejo, we have a two year old añejo, looks like a looks like a bottle of Maker's Mark. How dark it is! We didn't add any caramel to that. No caramel at all. This is what it really looks like. Now the the the
0: the, the point here is not that you know other people may do a good product or a product. You don't enjoy it's that as, as Santo saw this as an opportunity to differentiate itself in the marketplace.
3: 100%. We, we're absolute purists when it comes to tequila. That is so absolutely spot on because most of the tequilas, 95% of tequilas, are doctored up with sugar and caramel and glycerin. Well, that's where I was going to go with this. Uh,
1: many moons ago, I was a bartender and i can 't tell you how many people I would serve when tequila came up. They swore off it because they had a bad experience with a uh, you know lower brand of tequila and uh, so they have misconceptions about what tequila is. Right. If you want to reintroduce tequila to someone in your brand of tequila, uh, to someone who maybe has sworn off tequila because of a bad college right. experience or whatever, what kind of
3: flavor profile can they expect well, from so some of these? I'm really glad you said that. And um, when you meet Guy tonight and he tells a story when he was drinking tequila and I was drinking tequila and I was in college, I was drinking Jose Corvo. So Guy will tell the story when he's drinking tequila he, in college, he broke out in handcuffs. So having said that, Tequila is back when I drank tequila. I'm, I'm 56. It was 51% Blue Weber agave, and then 49% could be neutral grain spirits. Now, the credible tequila companies are 100% Blue Weber agave. And that's you? That is us. Okay. And a lot of the big brands, they're, they're, they come from publicly traded companies. They're looking to make a number, and they're just slapping it on. Hey, boom, let's sell as much as we can we got people we have to report to on Wall Street. We're not doing that. We're a privately owned company, family owned company, owned by the godfather of celebrity tequilas, Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar was the first, the first person to ever bring 100% Blue Weber Agave tequila to the United States. And Patron followed him. So Sammy, a little story about Sammy. Sammy sold Cabo Wabo tequila, as you mentioned to a, a company called Campari about seventeen years ago for oh
0: just a little company a
3: hundred million dollars seventeen years ago who would have thought Sammy's like I don't want to sell this brand but someone came an Italian company came to the table and paid him a hundred million dollars so he got out of it and um and he knew Guy because Guy the relationship goes to Guy owned a bunch of restaurants in California he was the largest selling Cabo Wabo account all of his restaurants in California. And every time Sammy went in, he was always saying that, "Hey, Sammy, I would love to get into tequila business with you. I would love to get into tequila business." And he basically said, "Hey, I just sold the company. I'm done. They paid me a hundred million dollars, and guys like that—that's a bummer. I would love to be a part of it. If you ever get back in, let me know." And so, guy will tell the story. He may tell it tonight. Is uh, about seven years ago. He's out on his ranch building a fence line. And his phone ringing is Sammy Hagar. He goes, What's Sammy, what? And he goes, hey, Sammy, how you doing? He he says, hey, Guy Bones. <laughs> he calls me Guy Bones. I don't know why he calls me Guy Bones. And Sammy is a rocker. So he yells every time he talks because he's kind of like. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah the ears, the, the hearing. Sure. So he goes, send me $250,000. He goes, 250000 Sure. And he goes, all right, baby, we're in tequila business, baby. So Guy calls up uh, his uh, CFO, CFO, CEO, Reed Stratham, and he said, hey, I'm in the tequila business. Sammy told me to send him $250,000. He goes, well, you're going to spend a lot more money than 250000 Now he's into it for millions. So um, the whole thing is credibility factor was huge guy to get in because of Sammy Hagar, the godfather of celebrity tequilas.
0: Talking to Tom Brinkley, he is the National Sales Manager for Santo Tequila, which you can find online at Santospirits.com. Let's get back to uh, this tequila itself and in breaking in and getting into the marketplace, getting into shelf space, which is extremely important. Certainly when you have the name Sammy Hagar and Guy Fieri, it's an easier thing to do. But the product has to work for people to keep it. What matters more? You're the marketing guy. I understand how we make it. You've got four different styles uh, to choose from, hitting people in their different places, that Blanco that you're talking about, the Reposado that, that you mentioned. Is it the marketing of their names, and, or is it that the juice has brought people back?
3: It's really gotta be in the bottle, absolutely. Having Sammy and Guy own the company, they're two good friends that own the company. They are tequila aficionados. It's all about what we're making. We are making this tequila at a Vito Distillery, a family-owned, family-run distillery that's been in business for 85 years. It's credibility. It's not a label that you got two celebrities behind and we're buying juice from, you know, some random distillery in Mexico. This is a family heritage tequila. Uh, Juan Eduardo Nunez, who is the master distiller, is best friends with Sammy Hagar. The two of them have known each other since the Cabo Wabo days. That's what it's all about. It's relationships. It's the quality of what we're making our tequila. So it's additive free because there's so many celebrity brands out there. And we're not selling this just for the celebrity aspect. It's about what we have in the bottle, additive free. That is paramount to what we have. It is
0: santospirits.com. That's where you go to check it out. Tom Brinkley, national uh, sales manager. Sales manager brand manager? Sales manager. I said it right the first time. You did. Oh, Santo Spirits. I appreciate you taking the time. Valentine's Day has come and gone. Unless, of course, you're celebrating this weekend. In which case, have a lovely Valentine's Day. If, of course, you can afford it. Tea, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Uh, I I I must admit, I did not buy uh, the, the the roses for Valentine's Day. I did not buy the chocolates for Valentine's Day. It could have something to do with the cold. It was like, yeah, I'm not celebrating anything. Just please, God, let me nap and leave me alone. That's all, uh, all all I'm looking for. Are you a big Valentine's let's celebrate
1: kind of guy? No, but it sounded like actually you were uh, expressing the thoughts of some people. Uh, who are currently married good god just leave me alone no I, I, i'm not saying that about my wife i'm saying that about everybody
0: ah <laughs> uh, it's uh it, it's such a miserable stupid cold and it's the cough and it's the sinuses and i've got the neti pot and i've got the i got the this thing and i got the that. nothing, whoa, whoa, nothing whoa, whoa! little bits of help here and there What's but a neti pot oh uh, so a neti pot is a uh like, think of it as like a tea kettle almost pot okay. of water but the the spout um has this uh it goes into your nose and you put it into your nostril and then you, you 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 tilt it and you put the water through it and you keep your mouth open and it'll go through the sinuses and come out the other nostril I, and I, then pour out into a sink I think that's how they make nougat Maybe I I don't know I'm I I've not been brought in on the whole nougat uh, factory doings, but that's a neti pot and what it does is just it cleans out the sinuses and the dirt and the and you know the dust and everything else the the debris or the debris however yes. you want to say it and uh, it's supposed to really help with sinuses and 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 utilizing something like this but you can't use regular water you got to use distilled or reverse osmosis water otherwise that's gonna hurt and you can actually get more infections. Um, well, so fortunately,
1: I'm- you should because of your humidors have plenty of distilled water on hand, and that's exactly what I used.
0: Exactly what I, what I, what I used, dude. The studio is coming along so nice. The electric went in today. Oh, nice. Oh, and they're like, so where are you going to put that big humidor? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to. I want an outlet everywhere. 1700 count humidor. I don't care where I put it. I'm gonna have an outlet right there. It's so <laughs> good. They're like, so are we bringing in like cable? Are we bringing in? Cat six, how are we gonna bring the internet? I'm like, yes, I want everything. I want the cat six, I want the cat one through five, I want, I want every cat. I want the cool cats, I want the crazy cats, all the cats. You forgot the stray cats. I want the stray cats, and they better well damn well strut. That's what I want. it's, It's looking so so good. But you did not go overboard for Valentine's Day,
1: no, because for some of us, Tony, every day is Valentine's Day. You know my personal motto. I've, I've shared it with uh, the folks on several occasions, and I'll share it with you again, Tony. Uh, live, laugh, love. That's who you are. Yes, that's who you are. A dozen
0: roses. Let's say you want roses. You want to get the classic dozen roses. First of all, the purchases of flowers on Valentine's Day: two point six billion across the country. Oh wow, two point six billion roses. On average, the average cost for a dozen roses, Fingers Molloy, $88.61. How is that
1: possible? I don't know. I I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Now, to be fair, I have not stepped inside of a a florist uh, building in a long, long time, but did I have a florist building, a full florist building, a business, a florist uh shop. business building, a shop, shop, florist. Shop. I've I've not walked up to a florist and said, "Shopkeep, uh, give me a dozen of your best long stem roses." Having said that, I have gone to several grocery stores in the metropolitan Indianapolis area where they have roses, are they long stem roses? Uh no. But I just happened to see uh, this week roses, a dozen red roses, twenty nine ninety five. Now that still does, seems expensive, doesn't it? It does. But I, my question, Tony, is this: Do women really care whether the the stems on these roses are long, <laughs> or if they're sh- just a regular short stem rose that you get at a grocery store? It's
0: so hot. I don't know. But I have been making the argument that if uh, if the person you are with is demanding the long stem roses and demanding the this you know all the the standard stuff the chocolate let's say and demanding the jewelry, uh, I I think you need to find somebody else to be with. Yes. When yeah. I look at Valentine's Day, and I see abuse, <laughs> it, it 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 is guys who are trying to fulfill some kind of weird fantasy. And certainly not for every woman, certainly not for every woman out there. That'd be that'd be ridiculous and wrong to say. But it's it very much looks like and feels like a holiday that is meant to put men in a spot of never being able to do enough. The level that you would have to do to to exceed an expectation. So overwhelming, so much money. And I don't know why that how is how is that love? I don't understand how that's supposed to be connected. It, it. I. I feel this way about jewelry. Do not buy jewelry for somebody you want to build a relationship with. Buy jewelry for somebody you have built a relationship with. I think that that's that's incredibly, incredibly important. And and I. I, I look at this holiday and I say, man, people allow themselves to just get abused. They allow themselves to be wrecked and i just i i'm it, it, it makes me sick it does i know it's no way to think of the holiday it's all about love i tell you love live laugh love that's what the kids say fingers that's true what, never you have said that before
1: what, what how you just broke down uh valentine's day 2024 really should be a hallmark channel movie is what it should be i'm, uh, not, <laughs> I'm
0: not a downer man i love love man
1: I am, love, but you brought up a point a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the, the ramp up to Valentine's day. And I, and it makes me think of what you're saying right now. I feel sorry for the people, uh, the guys out there who put in all this effort with the girl, uh, knowing that she's going to break up with him on February
0: 15th. Damn straight. You know, it's coming. <laughs> you know, it's coming. I, I only, I only hope you got yours. because. Yeah. You ain't getting nothing tomorrow. Yeah, you know, except uh, except I don't know a bill. I don't know. I don't know what you would be. Write your credit card bill. That's it.
1: Yeah. How would you like looking at your credit card statement, uh, knowing right there at the bottom uh, of it is a hundred dollars for for long stem roses, uh, and your girlfriend broke up with you the next day?
0: And- Valentine's Day as this idea of a litmus test a proof of concept, a proof of love. That is pathetic. And if you're with somebody, a man or woman who feels this way, you should be with somebody else. Yeah. You should want to recognize the day and recognize your person, but you shouldn't put yourself, you make yourself broke while doing it. You shouldn't put yourself in hock. You shouldn't create a hardship or a heartache for yourself in, in doing it. That seems that that is ugly. You, you should love yourself more than this person you're trying to impress because this person is not worthy of your love. Man, look at us. We are going to make better couples and better Americans. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. The big guy Fietti party at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis. Smoking the Knuckle sandwich cigars. The 56. Uh, that that oval, and then of course uh, the Santo tequila. If we haven't talked about that yet, we will. The the Santo tequila. Uh, but but wanted to get to a couple of news of the week stories, and I love that Fingers has got me covered. On flying because i'm about to do some of my own but I, we'll start with these stories fingers Malloy, it is time for news of the week
1: well tony as you know i always like to monitor uh, one of your favorite government entities and that's the tsa why do you start like that <laughs> i know you're a big fan uh you you love their work and uh, uh there was an incident tony in nashville a woman uh, breached was she screaming woohoo <laughs> maybe on her way to jail oh. uh yeah uh, they are upping security measures the tsa at the nashville international airport after a woman jumped the barrier where people show authorities their id and boarding pass and somehow made it onto a plane without a ticket how it it beats me Uh, But the FBI confirmed, uh, this is a story from Fox 17 in Nashville, uh, that the woman got on an American Airlines flight and made it all the way to Los Angeles. She was detained for questioning, uh, but is not charged at this time, Tony. My question is, how did she get a seat?
0: Like, no one noticed that she was sitting where somebody else is supposed to be sitting. No one noticed that she wasn't on the, on the manifest or whatever they call it. No one noticed.
1: Apparently not. Uh, At least until they were in midair. There are, the details are still sketchy on this, but I have to believe a lot of people are going to lose their jobs, at least on the, the airline side of it. The idea that they somehow, this, this lady somehow got by the ticket agent got on the plane no one no flight attendant noticed that this person shouldn't have been on the plane i don't know about you but the amount of times i've flown and somebody's tried to either uh, move to a different seat and they were told to go back to their seat because it wasn't their assigned seat or they tried to go up to first class that's noticed but someone getting on a plane that they shouldn't be on and then fly to los angeles from nashville and it, she gets through. This is amazing. Let's let's take a step back. When she
0: jumped, what could she jump? She had to get through security, so she didn't go in the line. She just walked right through the metal detector or whatever that screener thing is.
1: She or went she over she, some empty area. She jumped over an area that wasn't currently being manned at the time. So that's what happened. uh Somehow she jumped the barrier uh, and. Either nobody noticed or uh, they did notice, but apparently uh, there wasn't a lot of cat-like quickness uh, at that particular checkpoint from the TSA to be able to run and catch this person before you they somehow got down. Them. You pull everybody off the planes and you go through it all over again.
0: Um, My problem is, is that you're wrong. No one will be fired.
1: No one. No one will get fired. I, Are, I th- are, we, are we placing bets? I think on the airline side, they'll get fired. Oh, TSA? Absolutely not. Nobody will lose their job. So on the airline, because they were able to walk on a plane without,
0: you know, scanning the thing. Yeah. I have no idea how that happens. Like, how many things have to work out in your favor for you to be able to do that? It's like one of those Jesse Eisenberg movies with Woody Harrelson. Everything's working out and the cards flying every which
1: way. <laughs> I want to know more about this woman's story. Okay, is 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 this woman? Does she uh, have some uh, mental health issues, or was this a situation where she had a ticket to go somewhere else, but maybe she got to the airport way early and uh, she went to the airport bar and uh, had uh, one or a dozen too many, and just decided that you know, yo, know, in her head, YOLO. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna live my best life, and my best life is just jumping on a plane where I don't have a ticket. I'd like to know more about this, but what's amazing about this is how did this woman get away with this and is not charged with a crime? I mean, it, well, for nothing else, whoa. she tra- traveled for free. At, at this time, she's not been charged.
0: How 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 can you not be charged? Wait, wait. Exactly. How about breaking and entering? How about theft? Mm-hmm. Um, there must be some federal statutes. In, in, involved here if i raise my voice to a tsa agent i go to jail i'm on a list but but you can just walk right by do, 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 and someone's got to go to jail
1: it's like harvey Keitel. someone's got to go to jail i don't know how you can release information that this happened and then say she was detained for questioning but is not charged at this time i, I don't get it that is
0: That's the end of society as we know it. Right. Yeah. Like this is it. Next story.
1: But Tony, if you want to pay for an airplane ticket and travel the correct way, do I look like a sucker to you? (laughs) 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 Just walk on the plane. Yeah. Well, a a new study, uh, by cheapair.com. That's where I go for all my travel studies. cheapair.com. Uh, Travelers who wait less than a week out pay 59% more on average compared to their non-procrastinating friends. Uh, The best day, the exact day for jet setters to purchase a ticket to get the cheapest fare is 42 days before they intend to take off. 42 42 days. 42. What happens 42 days before you intend to take off? Uh, Apparently, that's the sweet spot where airlines offer around the best deal that they're going to offer for that particular flight and I'm sure things vary based on how many seats are available but according to cheapair.com and their extensive study that they did Tony 42 days that's the sweet spot that's where you're going to get your cheapest well, uh, airfare I I will tell you that
0: uh you and I are going to Vegas mm-hmm. we're going to the cigar show we booked those tickets well in advance and made some changes and it was all fine but uh I booked a ticket because uh fingers Malloy, I am going to bring peace to all the world. I'm going to Israel. Finally. Right. It's I don't know what's taken me so long. Uh that ticket, that ticket was not cheap. That oh, ticket was not cheap. But I am going. There's this there's this group um that were you know, I mean checking out areas and talking to people, doing interviews. I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 gonna go be a part of that. I'm gonna go check that out and and and, and be a part of, of of the thing and and we have a a friend a, a doctor who went uh to israel to to support uh hospitals right he's a doctor and he was going to teach people about emergency medicine and we loaded him up with like a few hundred cigars mm. uh, and and he was everywhere he went he was handing out cigars. Left and he he was the, he was the Sammy Davis Jr. Of cigars. There <laughs> you go, know, kid. I
1: guess not how that's not Sammy. Wow, that. that was spot on. I'm playing in the cold. <laughs> um, uh, you, you do it. You do the Sammy. You know, babe, If you want a stick from me, all you had to do was ask. That's not bad. Thank that's, you. That's I'll be here all week. Right. Try the fish.
0: Uh, so uh, I am going to bring all the cigars I can I can uh, comfortably carry and I am going I'm going to be there for 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 a week
1: for a week fingers Malloy. well I hope you're over this cold but what kind of challenges do you have to overcome when it comes to flying internationally with cigars
0: um I well I from what I know none you know you're 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 checking it or you bringing it in your luggage and it's it's normal and it's fine and nobody has an issue with it and I'm not bringing anything that's contraband or or something like that so it's 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 all good it's not going to be a, a problem at all. I think the problem is going to be the length of the flight and not having a cigar that whole time. That's ah. the problem. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a, the the New York leg, the New York Tel Aviv is 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 well, it's twelve hours on the way back, so it's got to be more on the way there. Ugh. Um, yeah,
1: that sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Luckily, sacrifices you make to bring world peace. Luckily, I'm just gonna you know uh, cash out my ticket and just walk on for free because that's loud. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.
1: Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast.